This is a marketing communication. Please refer to the key information document or KID before making any final investment decisions. Investing involves risk. The value of an investment and the income from it may fall as well as rise and investors might not get back the full amount invested. Past performance does not predict future returns. The mention of any particular security or strategy should not be considered as a recommendation. For further information on the Merchants Trust, please go to www.merchantstrust.co.uk. Hello and welcome to A Value View from the Merchants Trust. In each edition, Simon Gurgle, Fund Manager at the Merchants Trust, offers his thoughts on developments affecting the UK market and what it means for investors. Simon, welcome to the podcast. It's great to see you again. A lot has happened in the market since we last spoke. We have a new Prime Minister in office. I'd like to get your thoughts on what's happened recently, how you've been reassuring investors and how you're continuing to find great companies with reliable income. But first, there have been dire warnings about the UK economy. We've spoken about this many times before, but in particular, again, now. That doesn't necessarily spell disaster for the UK stock market, though, does it, Simon? Well, hello, John. Um, Great to be back. Uh, I think the short answer is no, but if we talk through it, there are clearly a number of serious challenges for the economy at the moment. Everything from the rising cost of energy and the cost of living crisis to rising interest rates, rising mortgage costs um, and supply chain issues. Uh, So there are a number of challenges, absolutely. Maybe we are near the worst point of some of those trends because we are seeing the oil price roll over. We are seeing the cost of freight roll over. We are seeing potentially the energy price capped by the government um, for the consumer. So a number of things are getting perhaps less bad or at least no longer getting a lot worse. Um, But I think the thing to remember about the UK stock market, as we've said many times before, is firstly, the UK economy is very different to the UK stock market. About 60-70% of sales and profits of UK companies comes from abroad. So when you're looking at UK stock market, you've got to think about what are the profits and sales of uh, industries and, and countries all over the world, uh, particularly America, but but Asia, Europe. So it's not just about the UK. The second thing is the mix of the UK stock market tends to be quite defensive. And we've got large exposure to areas like energy and financials, which may be benefiting from higher interest rates and higher commodity prices. We have a lot of defensive industries like food producers, um, utilities, which aren't so exposed. And therefore, the UK stock market is is not that cyclical and has performed quite well relative to other markets this year. We also have a lot less of the higher growth, higher technology areas, which have been massively derated as interest rates have gone up. So the UK stock market has done surprisingly well, perhaps. And obviously, that, those overseas earnings are very beneficial if sterling has devalued against the dollar. So although I think you're absolutely right to focus on the challenges, there are reasons to think the UK stock market could be quite an interesting place to be. And I think the other thing that's going on is the you're continuing to see a recovery in income from the pandemic. So during the pandemic, as you probably remember, many companies cut their dividends or, or reduce their dividends. We've seen a steady recovery since then. At the Merchants Trust, we have actually raised our dividend every year for 40 years. But in the first half of this year, our earnings, which are the amount of income we get from the portfolio, have got back to almost exactly where they were in the first half of 2019, which 16 pence compared to 16.1 pence. So we've seen a very strong recovery of dividends continuing in the stock market, despite the increasing concerns, which are which are perfectly valid for the 
economy. So that's um, that's quite reassuring in many respects, Simon. Just on that point uh, around the 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 UK economy different from the, the the stock exchange itself, from the markets itself. Of course, those markets exposed to economies abroad. Are you more upbeat then, more optimistic about uh, how those economies might perform in so much as they will affect uh, companies listed in, in the UK? Well, that really is the important question. And, and the answer is it's mixed. So if you take the US, United States, the US is much more domestically focused economy. It's much more it's energy self-sufficient, so it's not totally dependent on gas from from Eastern Europe, for example, and, and oil from abroad. That doesn't mean the price of oil is, or energy is not affected. It clearly is affected by world markets, but they're much more self-sufficient, and also the same in food. So the US economy has the potential to do better or, or suffer less from the challenges we're seeing. And the US is the most important region for, for British companies for, direct, for overseas activities. Europe uh, has probably got similar challenges to the UK, to be honest. So I'm not much more bullish about European exposure. But you do get a diversification. Um, and to the extent that sterling is weak, and that's a, that's a challenge for companies that are importing goods, and that's not necessarily the case to the same extent in in all the other countries. And, and Asia is tends to be dollar linked, so uh, Asian economies are in different 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 states of um, outlook. Actually, depending on where you are, so it's it is a mixed picture. But I think I would say particularly the US looks a lot better actually over the medium to long term. Okay, so this means there are stock specific value opportunities due to the overly discounted macroeconomic concerns. Which sectors are you spotting these opportunities in, Simon? Well, um, with the whole derating of the market, many sectors are looking quite interesting. In fact, the whole UK market is on a pretty modest valuation compared to history. Some of the defensive areas where the outlook is pretty solid remain good investments. But I think the areas looking particularly cheap at the moment are the more cyclical areas. Now, you can understand why people are worried about a downturn in the economy and the profits of those companies. But areas to do with the housing market, construction areas, um, those shares shares in those sectors have been hit very, very hard and are pricing in a substantial downturn. And we think we're finding some good opportunities there. I'd say the same in the financial sector. There's a whole broad and diverse range of financial companies, and, and many of them have, again, sold off uh, quite aggressively in the stock market and look quite interesting on a long-term basis. What we're trying to do in particular, though, is to focus on those companies, A, with a very strong balance sheet, so a very strong financial position. That means if conditions get really tough, they can survive and, and get their way through that. And, and B, with a really strong franchise, a really strong um, competitive profile, uh, companies that tend to do well during a downturn or gain market share, because those are the sort of companies that will come out the other end. They'll, 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 they'll be challenged, undoubtedly, in the short term, but they'll come out in a strong position and probably continue to gain market share in the long term. So if we can find those types of businesses that, as, as I say, is financially robust, really strong business franchise that can come out the other end. And we tend to focus on a three to five year view forward. If we can find the companies that come out the other end of this looking really interesting and you can buy them at a very attractive valuation today, that's where we see the best opportunities. And as I say, many of those are in the areas like construction, retail, um, financial areas. Given the current circumstances, um, are you seeing, I mean, thinking about your experience and what you've seen before as well, more opportunity in this space perhaps than you have seen for a long time? The UK is quite cheap at the moment, isn't it? Just as you say, those valuations. Um, nevertheless, there are a high number of large quality companies um, uh, that perhaps are valued 
uh, at a reduced rate. So are you, are you seeing more opportunity now than perhaps you have for some time? Well, we saw a lot of opportunity in the middle of the pandemic where, for similar reasons, a huge amount of uncertainty about what might happen. But good franchises got, even if because they were cyclical and because they might be suffering in the short term, got hit very hard in the stock market and they were great opportunity. I think we're seeing something similar today. But what's absolutely true is the gap in valuations between the companies that are seen to be high growth, high quality, and those that are not, you know, that might be seen to be less quality or, or lower growth, the gap is really enormous and has, has stayed um, very wide. Some people call this the gap between value and growth stocks. Um, I would say it's the dispersion of valuations across the market remains incredibly high. So whereas in the past you might have seen, you know, let's, I mean, I'm picking a number, 20 or 30% gap between a, a good quality high growth company and a, a less quality low growth, that gap might be 50 or 60% today. So when you look across the sectors and even within sectors, you see this very big gap between companies that are perceived to be good or high growth and those that are perceived to be more challenged. And that's really interesting as a stock picker because very often the stock market gets that wrong. You see a lot of basket trading, um, which is essentially where people say, right, uh, any company in the housing or construction industry, any cyclical company, any exporting company, you know, these baskets of trade stocks get sold down and irrespective of the quality of the individual companies, they can get the good ones get taken out with the bad ones. And that leads to great opportunities for stock pickers, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So it's that insight that makes the difference then. Um, let's think about that a bit more then. Um, looking at the outlook for the market, while it's hard to call, um, would you say this uncertainty that we've been discussing is causing volatility in share prices, but also creating then opportunities for investors with longer term horizons? Absolutely. I think in times when investors' time horizons get shortened, we need to think longer term. We need to look three to five years into the future. If you do that, there's many really good quality businesses that are trading at unusually attractive valuations. Um, and we're confident that we can build a portfolio of those that can give you know, they can give a, a good opportunity to make capital gains in the medium term. It's hard to know when. Clearly, the outlook in the short term is difficult, but good opportunity to make capital returns and also provide a high income for, for our shareholders. So I think it's a really exciting opportunity, albeit a challenging one. And, and often those things go together. The best opportunities for investment are often when it's the most challenging conditions and the most highest uncertainty. And don't ask me to tell you what's going to happen in the next six months. I haven't got, a, you know, I, I couldn't tell you. But on a three to five year view, I think there's some really attractive valuation opportunities. Well, I'll spare that question now, Simon. But maybe next time we catch up, um, we can at least review how the last uh, couple of months have been. Simon, unfortunately, it's out of time, but it's always a pleasure to have the chance to speak to you. Thank you. And thank you for listening to A Value View from the Merchants Trust, where we bring you topical news affecting UK equity markets. You can find out more about the Merchants Trust by going to merchantstrust.co.uk. Thanks for listening. And from all of us at the Merchants Trust, stay safe and stay well. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.